Listen to it, Fizz. First aid for relief from headache, Alka-Seltzer. From acid indigestion, Alka-Seltzer. From cold discomfort, Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer presents the Quiz Kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. Welcome to another Alka-Seltzer question session and get set for some fun, friends, because this afternoon it's the Quiz Kids versus the Elks. Yes, four past Grand Exalted Rulers and the present Grand Exalted Ruler of the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks are competing with the Quiz Kids, and this promises to be a real battle. Now, both teams are at the starting line ready to go, so let's have roll call. Quiz Kids first. Lonnie? I'm Lonnie Lundy. I'm 15 years old, and I'm a sophomore at Main Township High School in Park Ridge, Illinois. Patrick? I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 13 years old, I'm, and I'm a freshman at Calumet High School in Chicago. Sally Ann? I'm Sally Ann Wilhelm. I'm 12 years old. I'm in the seventh grade at Central Junior High School in Elkhart, Indiana. Harvey? I'm Harvey Dutch. I'm seven years old. I go to the school grade 3B. And Melvin? I'm Melvin Miles, and I'm seven years old, and I go to Norwood Park School, Chicago, Illinois. And in this corner, the opposing team, our prominent Elks, first from Charleroi, Pennsylvania, the secretary of this great organization, Mr. Masters. I am J. Edgar Masters, the grand secretary of the Benevolent Protective Order Elks. Come out to see me in the Elks Memorial Building. <laughs> All right, fine. From Boston, Massachusetts, Mr. Sullivan. I'm E. Mark Sullivan of Boston, a lawyer and a devotee of the Boston Bee. <laughs> From Dixon, Illinois, Mr. Warner. I'm Henry C. Warner. I'm a farmer. For the past 40 years, I've practiced law for a recreation. I was fortunate in being elected president of the Illinois Bar Association, but I had two good campaign managers, Judge Thompson and Mrs. Warner. Without them, I never would have made it. <laughs> <laughs> and from Chicago, Judge Thompson. I'm a farmer and a lawyer. <laughs> Floyd Thompson. And the present Grand Exalted Ruler of the Elks from Gary, Indiana, Mr. Kyle. I'm Joe Kyle, Public Relations Counselor, Gary, Indiana, and Indiana's the Alka-Seltzer State. Good for you. <laughs> Very well done, Joe. Very well done. Oh, I don't know. You fellas are so serious, it seems like, today. And you know, folks, I, I'm really and truly in the middle because, uh, first, I, I love the Quiz Kids, and secondly, I'm a member of the Elks Lodge number 544 over in Benton Harbor, Michigan, and I'm very happy that I'm not going to be called upon to decide on who's going to be the winner today. All right, now, uh, your, uh, today's program is designed to carry us back to those gay old days of the Roaring Twenties. The questions may put you quiz kids at a disadvantage in your competition with the Elks because, of course, none of you children were born then. But we are to reminisce about events that took place in the 1920s, and you quiz kids will have to be on your toes to come along with us. Now, your first question is from Mrs. Pamela White of New York City. Can you recall in what year the following took place? When was the first talkie movie? Patrick? Oh, I think that was in 1922, wasn't it? No. No, not in 1922. 
the first talkie movie. Oh, come on, Brother Elks. <laughs> Back in your time. How do you like that? The first talkie movie going... Uh, I'll give a guess. Mr. Sullivan. 1911. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, do we give up on that? Well, it says right here on my card, <laughs> thank goodness, the first part talkie was in 1927 uh, called The Jazz Singer, featuring the late Al Jolson, and the first all talkie was in 1928, and the name of it was The Lights of New York. Well, one down and one to go. <laughs> now, when the dollar bill changed, uh, when was the dollar bill changed from the large size to the small size? How about that one? Mr. Sullivan. By resolution of Congress, I think, in 1932. Uh, and, no, no. 33. No. no, now, wait a minute now, Brother Sullivan. All right, uh, Brother Masters. I would try 1922. <laughs> well, that's a good try, but it isn't correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're going down swinging on both of these in 1928. As a matter of fact, August 7th. Uh, that's uh, when it happened. Well... Say, I'm sure that uh, Mrs. Pamela White of New York City isn't sorry you missed that because Alka-Seltzer is going to give her a choice between a Zenith television set and a large console Zenith radio phonograph. You know, the Zenith television set is the Zenith Buchanan, friends, and believe you me, it's really something. It has a new Super Range chassis to ensure the ultimate in performance, the sensational built-in picture magnet aerial, single knob automatic tuning, and the glare band black tube for clearer pictures. The large Zenith console radio phonograph is a real prize, too. It plays all types of records and has AM and FM radio. So send in a question and try for a Zenith, friends. Address your questions to Quiz Kids, Box Y, Chicago 77, Illinois. Well, now the next question from our Alka-Seltzer question box is from Edith Williams of Atlanta, Georgia. Many outstanding sporting events happened in the 1920s. You must name at least three of them. Who would like to start this off? Well, let's see. Little Harvey had his hand up first, Harvey. Well, one time... Um... Now, this is back in 1920, you know. What, what were you going to say, son? One time, what? Huh? I forgot. Oh, you forgot. One time you forgot. <laughs> All right, then Pat's hand was next. Well, uh, I remember one. Uh, Babe Ruth hit his 60 homers in 1927. Hey, that's that right. You bet in 1927. Lonnie? Well, Bobby Jones made his grand slam in golf, and uh, Jack Dempsey and Gene Tunney fought their two historic fights, and uh, Dempsey and Tunney were the champions of that time. Yes. And the Yankees uh, won... Uh, uh, swept through four straight pennants in the early 1920s and dominated the baseball world. Fine. And uh, Sally Ann has her hand. Well, I don't know whether this is great, but uh, Elkhart had an off-state football team in 1920s. Well, good for Elkhart! Hooray! <laughs> oh, that was, that's real cute, Sally Ann. Real cute. Yeah, that's, uh, that's loyalty for you. Say, uh, you Elks, now, I would like to remind you that you may horn in any time you fellas want to, uh, <laughs> if you know what I mean. All right. Well, kids, I guess uh, you uh, took care of that very nicely. Now, Mrs. Kate Weinbrook of Los Angeles, California, wants 
uh, you to try a little singing for her question. You adult contestants are to honor your wives by singing a song that mentions her first name. And you children are to honor your mothers by singing a song that mentions her name. Who would like to start this song? Mr. Sullivan. Just a lie. What? Just a lie. Well, you can uh, remain seated, Mr. Oh, Sullivan. Yes. Katie. Well, that was short but sweet. Well, uh, I take it your wife's name is Katie. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, good for you. The leadoff man, uh, Brother Sullivan here. Stuttering song, you know. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. All right. Well, now, how about the rest of you? Uh, let's, uh, how about you kids, your mother's first names? Think of a song. Lonnie? Well, my mother's name is Evelyn, and I'm afraid that's a pretty uh, unlikely one for a song. The nearest thing I could think of is Avalon. Oh. <laughs> well, let's see, Evelyn. Uh, Evie is uh, short for Evelyn. Uh, how about... Uh, Oh, this, you're going to throw something at me when I say, Evie, where you go, sunshine follows rain. Oh, no, no, that, huh? All right, uh, Melvin has his hand up. Melvin? Well, Mr. Kelly, oh, there's a song by the name Alice Bluegown. Well, what is your mother's first name, son? Alice. Oh, Alice, all and, right. Uh, well, the, uh, she's very sweet, and so is the song very sweet, but I don't know. I, ho I hope my mother doesn't get the wrong meaning of it. I'll try to sing it sweet, but well, I don't know. Well, that's all right. I'm, I'm sure it will be very sweet. All right. Oh. Uh, in my sweet little Alice blue gown, when I first wandered down into town. <laughs> well, that's mighty sweet, Melvin. And, of course, you, you, you did get the sweet part in there right off the start, didn't you? Uh, Harvey? Well, the nearest I can think of to my mother's name is Come With Me, Lucille, in my merry Oldsmobile. <laughs> Well, is that your mother's first name? Lucille, yeah. Well, what do you know about that? Good for you, Harvey. <laughs> well, now, wait, Mr. Sullivan has his hand up again. Now, well, what? my wife's uh, last name is Sullivan. Yes? So I'll sing it. S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, spell Sullivan. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but listen here. What's Harrigan going to say about that now, I ask you? <laughs> well, the Sullivans existed long before the Harrigans. Oh, sure, and that's what you say. And the Kellys were there, too, now. Indeed, yeah. they the were. The O'Kellys. And the O'Sullivans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sally Ann? Well, I can't think of anything that... any song title, because my mother's name is Emily. Emily. Well, now, that does pose a problem insofar as a song is concerned. So I guess we'll have to go on to our next one. Uh, that was all right, though, all of those that we had. Say, Melvin, now this question is from Mrs. Phoebe Reynolds of Houston, Texas, and it's directed to you uh, and you alone. She recalls you were on the program when the Quiz Kids competed with the Eagles, and now you are competing with the Elks. And she wants to know which group of gentlemen you think is the nicer. <laughs> Well, Mr. Kelly, uh, in, com in comparing the gentlemen, there's one, uh, there's one thing that's in common with uh, the Elks and the Eagles, and that is that they're all men. <laughs> well, now, that's neutral, isn't it? That, that's a very good answer. And what else now are you well, going to tell us? Well, Mr. Kelly, I know that they all do uh, a, lo a lot for other people, and 
well, they could be spending their time with uh, their own family. Uh-huh. And they, uh, I know that for the offices that these men uh, uh, have, who are competing against quiz kids, they, have to, they can't just sit, read a newspaper, and expect to obtain their uh, offices. They have to work long and hard. That's right, and they just can't sit and not talk either, uh, can they, huh? <laughs> now, they're going to have to talk. That's all there is to it. Well, Melvin, I was very interested to see how you'd get out of that. Uh, <laughs> and you did uh, very nicely. Well, all right, kids. And now then, friends, here's a timely message from Bob Murphy. Say, folks, have you ever tried Alka-Seltzer for the relief from acid indigestion? Well, with the holiday season just about to begin, here's something that can pay you to remember. When you've been out late and have had too many refreshments for so late an hour and acid indigestion threatens, take Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed. That's right. Don't wait until the next morning when you may wake up with a headache and an acid-upset stomach. Take Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed. Because it helps settle your stomach, you'll sleep better, wake up feeling better the next morning. You see, Alka-Seltzer is both a pain reliever and an alkalizer. So it can give fast relief from headache and settle an acid-upset stomach, both at the same time. So next time late hours and late refreshments threaten to cause distress later on, take Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed. There's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer. It is fast, effective relief for an acid-upset stomach and the headachey feeling that so often accompanies this distress. Always keep Alka-Seltzer handy. Never be without it in your home. All right, Elks and Quiz Kids, here we go with more questions. For Mrs. Karen Benson of Minneapolis, Minnesota, we're going to review a little politics. Now, can you name the secretaries of state under all the presidents during the 1920s? The secretaries of state under all the presidents during the 1920s. Who would... Uh, uh, Pat? Well, I know that Charles Evans Hughes was Secretary of State uh, during the 1920s. Under what president? Uh, Coolidge, I think it was. Uh, Coolidge, all right, fine. That takes care of one. And uh, Doctor uh, Judge Thompson? Well, Lansing uh, was... No, he finished out his just before 1920. Wilson changed two or three times in the last year. Uh, uh, Colby, I think, finished out... Uh, up to March 4th, 1920. And then when uh, Harding went in, uh, he appointed Charles Evans Hughes, and he was the Secretary of State uh, for a while. All uh, right, now we had... That was part of the nine great men that we had in this country in those days. The nine old men. And all great <laughs> men. Great men. The cabinet of super minds that Harding appointed. Uh-huh. And then uh, Mr. Kellogg was uh, Secretary of State. Uh, Under what president? Uh, Coolidge. Coolidge is right. And uh, one more. Then Mr. Hoover came in, and he <coughs> had for his uh, Secretary of State uh, Herbert Hoover. His Secretary of State was just one more. The last one. Yes. I How know. about the rest of you, gentlemen? Can you think of his name? You kids? No? Henry L. Stimson. Stimson. That's right. Well, we missed that. We missed that, and uh, naturally, I can't mark you right on that one. So the makers of Alka-Seltzer gives Mrs. Karen Benson of Minneapolis, Minnesota, her choice between a large console Zenith radio phonograph combination and a fine Zenith television set. Well, we've... 
Miss, on two of these. They Mr. About... Sullivan, I must remind you that you must hold your hand up <laughs> if you want to talk. Oh, fine. All right. Now then, proceed. I want to say all you say about Alka-Seltzer is true. I tried it last night after the Indiana-Chicago dinner. They distributed samples. It was splendid. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you just a lot. Now, this question is from Bill Brewster of San Francisco. You know, these days, our popular cowboy heroes are Hopalong Cassidy, Gene Autry, Roy Rogers, Rex Allen, and many others. But for this question, you are to identify cowboys who were heroes in the 1920s. And to help us with this, we have a very handsome singing cowboy right here in person. He's the popular screen star, Rex Allen. <laughs> well, come right on in, Rex. How are you doing, fellas? Doing swell, Joe, and it's a pleasure to be here. Well, doggone your buttons. I haven't talked to you <laughs> since we worked together on the old National Barn Dance, huh? Been quite a while, hasn't it, yes, Joe? Sir. Well, now, uh, let's see. Rex is going to play and sing cowboy songs with uh, special lyrics, which should give you clues about these early cowboys. Rex, let's have the first one. All right. He was once a favorite cowboy, you'll allow. He could ride a bronco rope and honor a cow. He once had a right fine pony, everyone called Tony, and the two of them in movies were a wow. Patrick? Well, that'll be Tom Mix. Tom that's Mix, right. that's right, Patty, that's right. <clears throat> Now, here's the next one. What old-time cowboy was this? This noble cowhand rates a serenade grand. In his movies, he played the main part. You'll remember his looks when he caught all the crooks. And his name was William Dada. Mr. Warner. Bill Rogers? No, no, no. Mr. Kyle? William Hart. William S. Hart, that's right. Good for you. Well, that was fine, Rex Allen. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, what I'd like to do, how, how about you giving us a sample of one of uh, your own songs that you, that you wrote yourself, huh? All right, Joe. How about a, a little... Uh... Tule Rollum. Oh, Tule Rollum. Well, say, mm -hmm. isn't that the one you just recorded for uh, Mercury Records? Yeah, Joe, about three weeks ago. Well, let's hear it. Okay. Tule Rollum, T-Rollum, T-Rollum, T-Rollum. I'm an Arizona cowboy, and the desert's my home. Tule Rollum, T-Rollum. I'm an Arizona cowboy And the desert's my home I was born in Arizona Among the cactus and hills And the memory of my childhood was warm within me still. A 
of mother and dad and the old folks at home where cattle is king and the longhorns still roam where a horse and a man become partners at dawn and night found me singing this cowpuncher's song Tully roll em, rail em, rail em, roam. I'm an Arizona cowboy and the desert's my home. Tully roll em, rail em, rail em, roam. I'm an Arizona cowboy and the desert's my home. Well, thank you, Rex Allen. We've all enjoyed meeting you, and we'll all be looking forward to your next Republic picture under Mexicali stars. Thank you, Joe. And goodbye, folks. So long. Lots of luck to you, Rexy boy. All right, now let's see uh, <clears throat> what... Uh, oh, say, I think it'd be interesting to learn something about the Elks. Now, what are some of the things the Elks do? Um, Harvey? Well, well, for one thing, they have very many wives. They have a battle, and the biggest... And the bull that wins gets all the wives. The... And then, an and then another, another thing... They have, their mating call is what? something like a uh, train whistle. Train whistle. They only eat at daytime. The what? Oh. They only eat at daytime. The biggest oh. of them was the Irish elk. The what? The Irish? Huh? Irish elk. It, it has such long horns that, that, that they were eleven feet long. Huh? It, but, but when, but what, when they were in the fighting and get hindered, it rather than helped it. So, and that led to extinction. Yeah, well, I... Yes, I, I don't doubt that. I, yeah. Well, that, that, that was all right, Harvey, uh, especially about the Irish elk, uh, the four-footed kind, but uh, what I really had in mind was the kind that belonged to the benevolent and protective order of elks. I think perhaps I'd better call on the grand exalted ruler of the elks, Mr. Joseph B. Kyle, to tell us about the good work the elks are doing. Well, Brother Bill Kelly, within a week after America accepted the communist challenge in Korea, the Order of Elks voted a million dollars a year for national defense work. That was typical of the way Elks have served America in war or peace for 82 years. Elks hospitals and clinics for crippled children, Elks summer camps, playgrounds, and youth centers build healthy, democratic Americans. Elks scholarships send over 200 youths to college annually. Services like these makes the Elks Lodge a friendly part of life in 1,600 communities. Today, those lodges are taking inventory of their community needs 
to make them better communities, to strengthen democracy at the grassroots. These are the Elks, 1,030,000 American gentlemen who cherish good fellowship and who believe the American way of life is the pra practical application of God's injunction to love thy neighbor. Thank you, Mr. Kyle. You know, friends, this is going to be a busy week for all of us, and if a cold threatens to slow you down, remember, first aid for relief from cold discomfort, Alka-Seltzer. Yes, if you should take cold, take Alka-Seltzer. You'll be grateful for the fast, efficient way Alka-Seltzer can help you feel better. Take it according to the easy-to-follow directions on the package. The first warning sneeze of a cold is your signal to start taking Alka-Seltzer, and you'll welcome the fast relief it can give from the ache-all-over, feverish feeling. And keep on taking Alka-Seltzer, as the directions say. And, of course, be sensible and get plenty of rest. Don't forget that Alka-Seltzer can be used as a gargle, too. Yes, if you have a raspy, sore throat caused by your cold, dissolve two Alka-Seltzer tablets in a quarter glass of warm water and use this sparkling solution as a soothing gargle. Get Alka-Seltzer at any drugstore. Take Alka-Seltzer as first aid for relief when you're suffering with a cold. Well, so far, the Elks are trailing behind, yes. But this last lap of our question session will decide the winner. So, Elks and Quiz Kids on your toes. Now, here's a sound effects question from Mrs. Marie Newton of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Each sound you hear should suggest a major event that the newspapers played up in the 20s. You must get two out of three on this one. Here's the first one. Lonnie? Well, that's a, a plane, so that'd be Lindbergh crossing the Atlantic. That's right, Lonnie. Good boy. Good boy. And uh, Judge Thompson's hand came up there. What, were you going to say I'm the same sorry. thing? <laughs> All right. Now, here's, uh, here's the next one. You're now listening to station... Sally Ann? Well, uh, the infancy of radio was in the 20s when radio first started. Well, now, you're very warm, honey, very warm. Judge Thompson? Well, I think it was that uh, wild program that was put on over the radio by uh, oh, that uh, fellow who can stir up all of the animals. I can't think of his name What now. station are you uh, Oh, thinking? somewhere down in New Jersey. In New Jersey? No, I'm afraid... Uh, well, listen. I'm, you're cold on this, Judge. Okay, uh, I would be cold on anything of this kind. Would you? <laughs> I wouldn't want to clutter my mind with such information. Oh? <laughs> well, uh, uh, Sally Ann was warm. As a matter of fact, it was KDKA Pittsburgh, the first professional radio station to be started uh, in uh, 1920. Now, here's the last one. Melvin. Well, Mr. Kelly, that sound effect sounded like a cannon. No, no, son, Pat. I think that was the explosion of the uh, Zeppelin, I think. The what, uh, Pat? Uh, the explosion of the Zeppelin. Oh, no, Lonnie. Oh, I was uh, going to say it was the explosion of the Hindenburg. No, that was a crash, and... Uh, uh, all right, Lonnie. When the uh, stock market... Stock market crash, <laughs> right, right, all right. Now, uh, 
That was our bell, of course. That means it's time for the judges to name the winning team. We'll give them a few seconds to total the scores. And friends, while we're waiting, here's an important message. Protect yourself and your family against the let-down, all-in feeling that follows when you do not get enough of the essential vitamins. One-a-day brand multiple vitamins taken every day will provide this protection. Don't take chances. Don't let lack of vitamins pull you down. Make taking one-a-day brand multiple vitamins as much a part of your daily routine as eating breakfast. Be sure it's one-a-day brand, the vitamins with the big one on the blue package. Well, here are the scores. The judges report that as a class, you missed two questions today. The Elks have a score of 40, and the Quiz Kids, 80. <laughs> well, congratulations, Quiz Kids. And I think congratulations are in order for the Elks, too. You put up a good fight, man. You know, it isn't easy to battle it out with the Quiz Kids. And we were mighty happy to have you, members of the Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks, with us this afternoon, and to hear firsthand about the wonderful work the organization is doing. Now, say, friends, we have some mighty special plans for next Sunday, the day before Christmas, and we hope all of you will plan to be with us. So join us next Sunday, same time, won't you? Until then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the quiz, kids. Goodbye, kids. Goodbye, Joe Kelly. Goodbye, Elk. Hi, Bill. Listen to the Quiz Kids Coast to Coast every Sunday afternoon, and see and hear Al Kisselter's Quiz Kids television show on NBC. Consult your local newspaper for time or station. This is Bob Murphy speaking. For the family's enjoyment, it's Phil Harris and Alice Fay later on NBC. Mm.